Welcome, foolish geeks. This is the ghost-centric, I mean geek-centric podcast. Kindly step all the way in, please, and make room for everyone. There's no turning back now. We're about to give you our spoiler-free, quick-fire review of Disney Muppets Haunted Mansion Halloween Special. Joining me, as always, are two gentlemen who are appearing in their corruptible mortal states. It's Justin, and it's Nate. How are we feeling today, gentlemen? Full of life? Boo! Boo! Sorry, I'm just, I'm trying to be a ghost right now. Boo! I'm not not judging you, you know, your introduction. I thought it was great. It was great. You're like a a lazy ghost. Okay. Okay. Well, as I mentioned, this week we're taking a look at Muppets Haunted Mansion. Uh, The great Gonzo, world-famous daredevil artiste, has done it all, seen it all, and survived it all. But on Halloween night, the fearless Gonzo takes on the greatest challenge of his life by spending one very daring night in the most grim-grinning place on Earth, the Haunted Mansion. This marks the Muppets' first-ever Halloween special and features three new original songs, a star-studded Muppet cast, celebrity cameos, and spooky fun for families to enjoy together. The special premieres on Disney Plus on October 8th, but a huge thank you to Disney Plus for allowing us early access so we could give you our thoughts before you check it out in about a week or so. Now, I'm sure you can sense an aura of foreboding, almost as though you sense a disquieting metamorphosis. Is this because this haunted podcast is actually stretching into our next segment, (laughs) where we give our high-level thoughts on this extremely lighthearted take on the spirit of Halloween? What stood out or worked with this special for you guys? Uh, Yeah, man, like... It's a, a Muppet special. Uh, there's music. It's, at first, I thought it might have been a bit too musical. I was really worried for you, Kevin, because I know you're not a fan of musicals. <laughs> so the moment that they started singing, I was like, oh, no, this is going to break Kevin's heart. Yeah. Fortunately, I've come to expect that from the Muppets. That's what the Muppet show was all about, was their big, lavish musical numbers. And so in a fun context like that, I can handle a couple songs. Three might be too many for 45 <laughs> minutes. But... Uh, yeah. No, I, I thought this was charming. I, I, I enjoyed myself. Uh, it was cute. Uh, it served as a really great reminder of what makes the Muppets special with its quirky humor, with filled with puns and just sort of dad jokes. And then also just an immense amount of cameos which which i think is a staple to these these muppet specials um but yeah i thought the humor worked i thought it it, it landed uh you know it, it tried to be modern and fun but yeah i think the the you know talking about the humor i think the jokes play both to kids and to their parents yeah um the bad puns and the yeah. you know very sort of charming old school humor but then i do think there were some that really missed the mark when it comes to like when they tried to do the modern meme culture like with things like ghosting someone or like the screaming goat that was like I think really popular like how yeah. many years ago on yeah. YouTube right so I, I did feel a, a few moments where I just was like ah, it didn't quite land for me but I don't know I think I think this is like this is filled with dad jokes like puns and, and very sure. quirky sort of humor so that it is as you said digestible for both a younger audience and an adult audience which again for myself I was I was pleasantly surprised with how much I actually laughed out loud another thing that I thought they did really well with this special is is how they ingrained so many little haunted mansion moments right from the ride that really made it special with with new takes on it of course yeah with with Muppets over sort of a, a Muppet rapper right and and you kind of you kind of replace a lot of those characters that we're used to seeing from the ride with 
the Muppets and they're in the perfect role for them. Um, yeah, man, I, 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 I agree. I think it pays homage really well to not only the, the ride, but also to to Muppets and to Halloween. Halloween like it, yeah. They nailed the they nailed the markers. I think they were trying to nail. Um, so for that, you know, I think you know, kudos to them. Absolutely, kind of liked that um, it focused not on who you would almost expect to be the star of a Muppet show in Kermit, but Gonzo and his sidekick, who I'm not too familiar with. I know he's been around. Uh, before Pepe, Pepe the Prawn, he stole the, Pepe the Prawn is amazing. He stole the show for he was, he was he Bill Beretta did uh, such a good job of like to me it was just like he was so consistent all the way through. I I the moment you you sort of you know sort of hear from this character you're like I know what he's all about uh, and yeah man I enjoy oh so good he was the highlight I I think the moments that I was laughing out loud were from the lines that he was delivering and in the moments that he would kind of kind of speak and how he threw his little Spanish innuendos in there in and out of his conversation. It was it was a lot of fun. He definitely elevated the humor that much more with just how much fun and also, uh, I guess, meta his character kind of sometimes was in, in specific moments. And he broke the fourth wall. A couple exactly. Times, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. He broke the fourth wall and he he interacted with us, which I think is, you know, it's always refreshing in these these parody stories where we where we see that. Yeah, man. Um, and, you know, a lot of interaction with all the different special guests and celebrity guests and a lot of cameos. I will say and I obviously I'm not going to spoil any of them, but it's a, a kind of a odd collection of cameos to have in in the the Muppets, spe- but it, but not to the point where you're like, oh, I kind of get where why they belong in this special. It, it sort of just sort of felt like very haphazard. Like the the person was maybe on the lot next to them, and they brought them in because they had some free time. I I don't know. Yeah, we joked. I mean, they were just pulling in people from the hallways, right? <laughs> hey, you, like you could you could be in this for a quick. That's how some of the best cameos have happened. Daniel Craig on The Force Awakens. He was shooting Bond. Sure. They pulled him in as a as a first order trooper. Uh, I do agree with you. I don't think that they were all necessarily there, but that's what makes cameos special. You know what I mean? Mm. Is having a balance of obscurity, but also like a sort of parallel with maybe there is a reason why they would be making a cameo in this. I mean, if you're asked to be in a Muppet special, you're not going to say of no. Course. Like, it, you, of course. Looking at the end credits for this, like, you know, there's there's a, a song and dance, obviously, at the end. And, and, you know, you just see everyone having such a fun time. Like, it looks like they, them, the cast, the crew probably had such a blast making this project. And mm-hmm. you can really tell because it does really come through in the in the performances and, of course, at the end there. There's a there's a great um, documentary on the making of Sesame Street and how it came to be and everything like that. And one of the best parts was sort of seeing them between takes and the puppeteers would joke around and they'd joke around with the celebrities that might be on that week. And it does just look like such a fun atmosphere to be on. Like, I'm sure whoever they asked said, yes, I'll, I'll come in for 30 seconds of screen time just to be on a show that, I, that they probably watched growing up. Like any, it's, it's like one of those things, hosting SNL, being on The Muppet exactly. Show, just having a celebrity yeah. cameo on those things yes. is, is such an honor and so much fun to do, yeah, and I'm it's, sure. And it's, it's, it's totally part of its history. Uh, and, and, and it's part of a lot of history for a lot of actors. So I think it just, you know, it, you wouldn't pass up an opportunity to host SNL. I don't think you'd pass up an opportunity to cameo in, in a Muppet special. But like you said, seeing Alfonso Ribeiro next to Pat Sajak, it's like, <laughs> what do they have in common? Okie doke. <laughs> it's such a weird, Jeff Keighley shows up at one point, host of the Video Game Awards. Like, it is, it is, again, it's a weird smattering of people. But again, why would you say no if you're asked to be a part of this? I hate to interrupt, but at this point, it looks like restless spirits have halted oh, our man. progress and stopped our doom buggy. All the time. So let me ask you, 
creepies and crawlies, toads in a pond, were there any parts of this special of which you weren't so fond? <laughs> I, I mean, I, I, if, if the whole special was like what you're doing right now, Kevin, I might have enjoyed it even a little more. Um, I think, honestly, it the, the only thing I will say was I think it could have been a little tighter in the runtime. I think it could have been a little bit shorter, would have been fine. Um, you know, I, I guess it's it feels a little bit different when these things aren't padded out with commercials because, you know, I'm used to watching some of these more holiday specials on TV back in the day, right? You'd, you'd mm. see it on, this seems like something you'd watch on ABC and they would have as part of like the ABC. Ah, yes, ABC you know, countdown, would be the right one because it's right Disney. Right, to, yeah. to, to Halloween. And, and so, you know, I could see enjoying a night of it that way where it would sort of cut from moment to moment with commercials would work. But when you're kind of watching it all in one go, it does, it's sort of, by the end of it, you're kind of like, okay, all right, let's, Let's wrap it up. Yeah, no, no, I totally agree. I think that would actually be probably my only negative that I could really say is that, yeah, it was just a little too long. Um, I yeah. it did feel like at times that they tried to cram as much as they could into this special and, you know, with all the musical numbers. And, and I don't know if we needed all those musical numbers. Um, but yeah, I, I would agree with Nate. It's It was totally, it just felt too long. Uh, I, I think... For me, the the part that stood out that, that bothered me a little bit was actually Will Arnett as the ghost host. I just think that guy's got such a deep voice naturally that I wish he had tried to do a bit more of that traditional narrator that you get when you're actually on the ride instead of I, I just didn't think his character portrayed enough fun and you know you know menacing but you know um what's the word i'm looking for here he just wasn't uh, sarcastic enough he wasn't tricky enough like the yeah. ghost host that yeah, you're yeah. used to having guiding you through that that the, right. the ride itself so that just didn't quite hit the mark yeah I th- I, he felt reserved in this he felt like he was really being held back and i don't know if that was a choice for for him as an actor or if it was uh, a choice by the director or the writers like it it felt like he he probably Knowing him, like I feel like he could have thrown in some one-liners, some some you know riffing off of it, and he, he made it might have really helped even for an adult audience to be watching them. Um, but it maybe maybe to your point, Kevin, maybe that didn't play as well for for a kid storyline. I don't know. Maybe, but you know, I I, I recently watched um, the Lego building competition, yeah. the, the reality show that they had, and he's the host of it, and he's, he's over yeah. the top and and super hammy and. That's where he needed. That's what he needed to be here. I think. I just think, yeah, he was a little bit subdued for the character that he was supposed to be playing. But again, it's it's tough to nitpick something that's this short and sweet and fun and and really does at the end of the day get that spirit of the haunted yeah. mansion across well. Like all the little visual yeah. nods everywhere. You're always noticing something in every single scene that's an element from the ride. So. Well, our frightful journey is almost nearing its end, but first, let's give our scores for this Halloween special. Today, we'll be scoring out of five hitchhiking ghosts. I know it's supposed to be three, but we're, we're special circumstances here. <laughs> um, no, I dig it. I dig it. Um, I, I'll take as many hitchhiking ghosts as I can get. Um, I'm sure they're very helpful. Um, <laughs> between this and, and Lego Star Wars Terrifying Tales, Disney Plus has your Halloween 2021 covered. 
like you are gonna have a blast with your kids uh, this Halloween. Um, and and you know, so if you're if you're in a situation where it's not safe to to potentially go out trick or treating, you know, rest assured you're still gonna have a really fun time. So definitely uh, take advantage of these offerings from Disney Plus. Um, yeah, it's it it this isn't gonna be as memorable. Again, I don't think this is something you're gonna want to be like. Let's watch that again next year and the year after and the year after. Um, and I, I don't even think it's as memorable as like. Like, it's definitely not as classic as the Muppets movies of the 70s, sure. the 80s, sure. um, yeah. especially the musical numbers. It did what it needed to do. I don't think it's trying to necessarily replace those. Um, and, you know, even the blockbuster 2011 one, for me, I'm still jamming out to the soundtrack of that one just because it's a lot of Flight of the Concord stuff. But, um, yeah, I, again, it's a fun thing to enjoy this Halloween with your little ones. Uh, solid 3.5 out of 5 Hitchhiking Ghosts echo the same sentiments it's you know it's a great time for the halloween season and i think it's a reminder that you know halloween doesn't always need to be scary and super super like horrifying it, it it's fun it's playful and i think that that's what this does really really well and it, it aligns itself with a memorable story or ride however you want to look at it of the haunted mansion to really help cemented into a halloween vibe and you know the 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 cameos are great uh the musical numbers were were fine it was a little bit long um but it was charming and i i really do think that uh it's enjoyable and i think that people should check it out so i'm gonna give it a bit of a higher score with a 3.7 out of five hitchhiking ghosts perfect love it um yeah i mean for me obviously I, i wasn't going into this expecting terrific writing and a great story so the fact that that wasn't really there wasn't uh as much of a letdown as i as i think it could be because what i think this does so well as we've mentioned is capture the spirit of the haunted mansion there is more homages to the haunted mansion in every single scene of this 45 minute special than there was in the entire 2003 Eddie yeah, Murphy movie. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that is a Haunted Mansion movie by name only. There is no beautiful little touches and aesthetic, you know, hints of that ride anywhere in that movie. Whereas this, they literally found a way to put every visual cue that you're used to from the rides into the movie somehow. And I think that's really its strength. Maybe a song too many in a 45-minute runtime. But that's probably just uh, the old musical hating grump in me saying that. Uh, But yeah, no, I think for fans of the Muppets, for fans of the Haunted Mansion, for fans of family-friendly Halloween content, this is perfect for everyone. And I think uh, anyone who goes in with the right attitude should have a really good time and enjoy themselves. Just like going on the ride itself, right? If you sort of let go and be a kid again and just have fun with it, you'll really enjoy it. I'm going to give this a solid 3.8 out of 5 Hitchhiking Ghosts. I will say really quick, I just wanted to shout out, I do think that, you know, this almost in a way, if they could have found a way to incorporate, uh, you know, 3D elements and 4D elements of wind and, and, you know, things being thrown at you and stuff like that as sort of an attraction at Disney around Halloween time, like maybe even, you know, get the Muppets Theater and then play this, but with with a little bit more to it um, that kind of involves the audience, I think would be a really, really cool way to sort of almost keep this going forward as something that would be more memorable i don't know i think i think if if, you know that that's how i might want to experience this again if i ever was to well i'm actually really glad you bring that up nate because that brings us to our final segment here before we dearly depart and that would be would ya would ya recommend this movie or something to watch on tv 
In today's Would You, we're asking which ride or attraction would you like to see the Muppets take over or pay tribute to next? I, I would be really down for a, a Muppets Pirates of the Caribbean. Um, I think, you know, that series has sort of really kind of I don't I don't know if it's coming back I don't know if they're going to bring it back from the dead but I think it would be hilarious if Disney trolled everyone and gave a very serious looking teaser for a new Pirates of the Caribbean movie and then all of a sudden it's just Gonzo dressed up as as Jack Sparrow (laughs) I think would be phenomenal I think you know you get Rizzo involved you get you get all of them in there I think would be uh really fun time and, and that's probably the, the the one that I would do but but I would see if maybe you could try to move it away from the movies and focus more on the original ride attraction as much as possible to to sort of uh, focus it in there to once again bring in those visual cues from yes. the rides with some sort of loose narrative throughout it ah that's that's great I think we talked about this offline but you know I guess it's a bigger property than just a ride but I would love to see Muppets and Star Wars crossover. I think it's bound to happen. We've seen it. I know back in the 70s or 80s when they did like a bit of a a special, but it was more of like a uh, variety show vibe, right? Like that SNL vibe uh, when they had them featured on there. Um, So it could be cool to see uh, to see something like that have a crossover uh, at some some potential. That that is limitless. The possibilities you could do there. A hundred percent. That'd be fantastic. Uh, I like both of those ideas, honestly, Uh, for myself. I also almost thought it would be fun if uh, they they somehow had the Muppets in Disney World itself. Rather oh, than cool. take over a ride or attraction, a day at the park with the Muppets might be really fun with them on the rides or whatever. I'm not sure the logistics of it, but that would that be could, really that fun. Like a special, that sounds like a ride itself, right? Like Even like something as Nate was describing, like going in the theater and experiencing it with them. That's crazy. It's funny, Kevin. I was literally going to say that, and then I changed my mind at the last minute because I looked it up. The Muppets at Walt Disney World came out on May 6, 1990. Uh, so if you want to go back oh. and check that out, you've already got it. You have to exists. YouTube that, it bad boy. Exists. How is it not on Disney Plus you know yet? Get Let's on go. that, Disney Come Plus. On. I want to see this. Well, I think that about wraps things up. Thank you so much for tuning in to this spooky episode. Be sure to bring your death certificate if you decide to join us and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. We've been dying to have you. <laughs> This haunted podcast might already have 999 grim grinning ghosts, but there's always room for one more. So come out and socialize. Hit us up with an email telling us which ride you want the Muppets to take over next at wearegeekcentric at gmail.com. Or if you're a cool ghoul, you can check us out on Twitter at GeekcentricYT and on Instagram at WeAreGeekcentric. Justin, Nate, thanks for joining me today. Now I will raise the safety bar and a ghost will follow you home. Until next time, keep it geeky.